Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are and however you may be listening. We are back together once again. I am Thomas Manning alongside here with Austin Buzzard. This is the mm. Hollywood Buzz. Yeah, it is. Now, how do we come to that name, you may ask? Well, I am Thomas Hollywood Manning, as some folks on campus and around the world know me. And, well, Buzz is just Buzz. So. Yeah, it's not original. I didn't choose it. Uh, the world chose it for me. So, But I rock it to the utmost confidence, and that's what my mother calls me. So... Thanks, Mama. I mean, yeah, like rocking it with the utmost confidence is really all you can do in life. In any situation, whatever happens. I think that's the definition of what I do, honestly. Yeah. It's just anything. I, yeah. I've been told I break social norms with the utmost confidence, and I think that's the greatest description of my life I've ever heard in my life. I yeah. said life a lot there. I'm sorry. I can't argue with that one bit. Yeah. You know, Buzz just uh, bumped the mic there. But, yeah, uh, sorry. He was, he was just checking to see if Mike is having a good day. <laughs> anyway. We are called the Hollywood Buzz, and why is that? Well, because we're talking, we already talked about the the name significance there, but also because we're talking about movies and film and television and cinema, everything it, that goes on in the world of the Hollywood. The buzz around them. <laughs> oh my goodness! There could, it is. Could not have said it better myself. And because uh, I did. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're gonna start things off with talking about uh, the debut of a new trailer for what movie is this, Buzz? Spider-Man No Way Home. That's right. Let's freaking go, baby. That's right. So this is a trailer that people have been asking for for a year, pretty much. I'd say it's probably the most anticipated trailer of all time. Yeah, yeah. Going into it, there was some kind of some debate. Is this as anticipated as the first trailer for Avengers Endgame was? And people were like, ah, nah, not quite. I think it's more. (laughs) Well, I think you would be correct after seeing some of the statistics of... The first 24 hours of this trailer garnered 355 million views worldwide. I don't even know that many people. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I know about two people. Uh, <laughs> not not quite 355 million. <laughs> and it also uh, had 4.5 million mentions on social media. I, something I want to know is before the trailer, how many mentions they had about the trailer. Like how many people yeah. were talking about this trailer before it even like was rumored to be released. Like there was like so many people like, oh, it's coming out next week. Next week came and went. Oh, it's coming out this day. That day came and it went. Yeah. There most certainly was some hype. And uh, I mentioned the 355 million number. Comparing that to the previous record holder was Avengers Endgame's first trailer, 289 million. So this... Good this, grief. <laughs> this beat the record by, from Endgame by uh, $66 million. I'm sorry. Views. $66 million views, if That's I'm doing crazy. my math correctly. It is uh, just an absolutely phenomenal number. And, you know, people have been clamoring for some blockbuster event um, to bring everybody back to cinemas uh, over the course of, you know, we've all been missing kind of that communal atmosphere in the past year and a half. Uh, this is slated for a December release, uh, but I was speaking with a good friend of mine, Christian Jessup, and we're thinking, based on some of these these trailer numbers, these the hype levels, what if you delayed this movie to next summer? I don't want that to happen, but what if you did? It might it might like hit what two billion, two and a half billion at the box office. Dude, it'd be insane. Yeah, like people, we want this movie yeah. so bad. Like I've seen so many memes of like the expectation for this movie is like through the roof, and but it's like. Don't let the ex- expectations like ruin the movie. And it's like, dude, if they don't meet this expectation of the movie, it's gonna be rough. But it's like, I feel like it's gonna be good no matter what. And I think they are meeting the expectations based upon this trailer. Yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, so December 17th is the uh, tentative release date for the moment. Um, but I'm wondering if just seeing how how much of a success even this first teaser was, if that might cause Sony to reconsider and be like, well, we want as many people packed into a theater as possible. Yeah. And uh, this past summer, we had a bit of a return to theaters for some movies. Uh, like Fast and Furious 9 just crossed $700 million at the worldwide box office. Really solid numbers. Um, then Black Widow, another Marvel film, was uh, uh, the number one like domestic box office for the summer. Uh, but all of that, those released back in like June and July before the uh, the Delta variant started causing some more issues. Yeah. And so now some movies are getting delayed once again. Yeah, like um, Venom, I think, is one of them. Yeah. Got delayed. Yeah, Venom, uh, There Will Be Carnage, was supposed to originally come out like September. Yeah. Uh, and then it was delayed to October, and now it's been delayed to January. Um, and I, for Spider-Man Far From Home, this is one of those that I would love to see with just like a massive crowd of the like most insane comic book fans. Oh, people and, just going nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it could be an Avengers Endgame type level event. Yeah. Um, for the fans. For I the feel fans. like cinematically, maybe not, but like, dude, if you're telling me I'm going to see like originally my Spider-Man growing up, Tobey Maguire, and then like the new Spider-Man and then like the middle Spider-Man, like what? Yes. I'm going to lose my mind. If I hear that Spider-Man two theme, I will cry. Yeah, yeah. My tears will be shed just out of sheer joy and excitement. Yeah, yeah. So we have we are alluding to, of course, the rumors that this is going to be. Uh, well, we even got confirmation from the trailer that this is kind of a multiverse movie. Um, but the rumors have been circulating around for months that they're bringing back Tobey Maguire from the Sam Raimi mm. Spider-Man trilogy, mm. and also Andrew Garfield from. Uh, let's see. I think Joe Webb directed that. Uh, sorry, not Joe Webb. Um, <laughs> Mark, Mark Webb. We're talking about Mark Webb, film director. <laughs> Joseph Webb is a is a professor here on Gardner Webb's campus, and he's like 80 years old. Grade A champion, but unfortunately, he did not. He's not the director of <laughs> not the director of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Different guy. I mean, they could have had a distant relation there, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Hard to say. But but yes, um, supposedly, all these uh, multiple Spider-Man from multiple universes, multiple dimensions are all colliding here in Spider-Man: No Way Home. Uh, we got a few glimpses of villains from the various Spider-Man realities. Uh, we saw Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. He yes. was he was the big teaser at the end of the trailer with uh, just a big you know. Hi Peter. Hi Peter. That's it. Um, and we saw a few glimpses of possibly Electro, uh, which would be Jamie Foxx from the, uh, the web, um, the web Spider-Man universe and also, uh, Sandman from Raimi. the, the Raimi verse and also Green Goblin from the Raimi verse. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty much all the hype that's been building. It's looking like a lot of these wishes and dreams are coming true. Yeah. So. Oh Yeah. Um, I'm so freaking excited. Um, the one thing that like I really noticed in the trailer was something just seems a bit off with Doctor Strange. I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying he's Mephisto. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, relax. I'm not saying this, but I don't know. He just something just seems a little off. And I don't know if it's because his new hairstyle or if I don't know. But it's like, dude, he was like, listen, Tony, Spider-Man. I don't care who you are. I'll protect the stone over you guys. If you guys kick the bucket as a stone safe, that's fine with me. To going to, eh, I'll wipe the entire world's memory 
to help a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. whoa. He has been through a lot within the past few months or years. How I think I don't know where this is in relation to Endgame as far as like time span, but I'll say probably a few months after or something like yeah. that. And um, he, it looks like he might be dealing with some. You would definitely deal with some like emotional issues after that. Yeah. So, so you find him. He's not in like top form mentally and physically. It looks like he's in a robe. He's um, for some reason the uh, sanctum sanctorum is covered in snow. Yeah, well, I think that I heard that maybe because of the Hulk. Like they didn't have time to just repair a Hulk-sized hole mm. in the ceiling. Um, so maybe that's why. That's well, yeah. I've, I heard the rumors out. I can see that happening. Yeah. But also, yeah. you're a wizard, dude. Fix yeah. a hole. Just, yeah. Do some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That would probably be a lot of. <laughs> A lot easier than bringing in a construction crew for that. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's yeah. got a sling ring from him that has all the magic powers. That, I mean, he's got a levitation cloak. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, you can fly. You can fix it. Yeah, it's not that hard. But either way, Doctor Strange is going through some stuff. Um, whether it is indeed Doctor Strange or it's an imposter. Um, and basically, it's his arrogance combined with Peter Parker's immaturity yeah. as, uh, you know, um, Strange is going about casting the spell to try to wipe all the memories of everybody who had, um, who the truth had been revealed that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And Peter's like, hey, take care of this for me. Strange is like, yeah, I got you, man. And um, he's going through the spell, going through the motions. And Peter's like, wait, hold up, hold up. And Strange is like, dude. Let me cast a spell. A combination of all those emotions and antics, and, you know, open, opens up the multiverse as as one does. That's good for us. Yeah, yeah. Bad for them, but, yeah. but not my problem. Yeah, yeah precisely. And uh, yeah, so John Watts is coming in to direct this movie again. He directed uh, the first two Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, uh, the Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: Far From Home, and looks like this is probably. Um, I would say probably kind of capping off a trilogy of the Spider-Man movies. I think Spider-Man is going to continue to have a role in the MCU, but as far as like keeping it more character focused, like this one is, um, and keeping it focused on specifically Holland's character and having it being his movie, uh, this one kind of seems like it's rounding off that trilogy aspect. So, well, so I heard a rumor. I don't even remember how long ago this was, but that they were going to do like three trilogies: a trilogy of him in high school college and then post-college now granted that's a lot of movies and with sony and marvel beefing a little bit i don't know but i would be here for it spider-man's like the most recognizable superhero ever anywhere like maybe behind superman yeah um, i mean i'd be down for that but uh also tom holland would be like 50 years old by the time by the time they get it all done all yeah said and done. He'd, old man peter yeah. uh, he'd be the next like Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, yes, Wolverine yes. S character, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see if that happens. But uh, either way, I'm very, very pumped to see what we get with Spider-Man: No Way Home in December or, or whenever. beyond. Uh, yeah, yeah. But whenever it releases, I don't think the hype will die down any. Even if it gets delayed, no. I think the hype is just going to keep building, yeah. and people are going to keep. Um, watching the trailer over and over again yeah trying to analyze De- that thing dude <laughs> demanding new trailers from the studio and uh yeah so it's going to be really the uh comic book movie event of a lifetime oh yeah. for sure and potentially freaking um daredevil maybe too 
We got, uh, yeah, maybe uh, Matt Murdock, the uh, Charlie Cox version of Matt Murdock mm. from the Daredevil mm. Netflix series, which was kind of MCU adjacent, um, but also some things within that timeline don't quite kind of mesh with what we're seeing in the central MCU. Yeah. But if they bring back Charlie Cox, that's really all I care about because... That would be disappointing if it was like in WandaVision where they bring him back and it's like, no freaking way. Like, they did they did it. They did it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's like, uh, and he's actually not Matt yeah. Murdock. He's the assistant. Yeah. Or something lame. I'd be so upset. Yeah, you're talking about uh, Evan Peters as Quicksilver, who yeah. they brought over from the Fox X-Men universe. And it's like, oh, they're crossing him over like, in WandaVision. But then it's like, nah, he's just a random guy. I think that might round out my uh, thoughts generally on the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer. You got anything you want to add, Buzz? No, nah, I'm excited. Um, I <laughs> And to continue the excitement, what I do is I go home and I pull up the Marvel's uh, Spider-Man video game on my PlayStation. I'm swinging around. I'm like, dude, let me go be the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Change that suit. And then I get the Spider-Man 2 theme going, and I'm freaking fired up, dude. I'm ready to go. Oh, you also got the Amazing Spider-Man suit in there? Oh, my goodness. And the Tom Holland. Dude, so I'm just practically playing this, practically playing this movie in a video game. Yeah, yeah. It's like method acting is basically what you're doing. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you guys need me to be a Spider-Man Marvel, I'm here for it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know which one I could be. Um, it's hard to say, but I'll do it for pretty yeah. cheap, actually. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned dressing up as Spider-Man. That transitions perfectly into our next topic, which is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, what is the connection there between Spider-Man, you may ask? Well, the uh, the lead actor here, uh, Simu Liu, he, uh, before there was a time uh, a few years ago where he was struggling to get work in the business, um, and he was just kind of doing side jobs here and there. One of his jobs was dressing up as Spider-Man at kids' birthday parties. No way. And he said it was a miserable job. I'd imagine. <laughs> just basically getting beat up by, like, you know, seven-year-olds all yeah. the time. Like, here. I can punt you, yeah. but I, legally I can't. <laughs> yeah. And um, now here he is. He's the face of um, Shang-Chi. He is playing the title role. And this is Marvel's kind of venture into the martial arts genre and um, heavy influence from like Eastern uh, Eastern cinema and Hong Kong, Hong Kong cinema. You got a ton of phenomenal talent in there like uh, Tony Lung and Michelle Yeoh. And uh, it's it, I had the privilege of seeing an early screening of this a couple of weeks ago. It officially releases on September 3rd. Um, and this is one of those movies that a lot of people have been uh, excited and hyped for to see where they took what kind of new direction they took in the MCU with this, you know, another layer, another uh, side to the universe that we haven't quite seen. And it really lived up to a lot of the expectations I had. And uh, I'm very excited for you and a lot of other fans to get to see it. Dude, I'm pretty excited. Um, Cause you had said, you're like, dude, some of the action sequences are just phenomenal. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I don't know much of the Shang-Chi mythos, but I'm excited to figure out what all's going into that. Um, and just, like, their fighting style is so cool. Like, it's not like Captain America just kind of like, I'm going to beat you up, but the, here it's like, dude, I'm going to, like, attack you, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's not a brawl. Like, this is a full-blown, like, fight. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, everybody knows what they're doing. It's, I'm so excited. Um, but it'll be interesting because... 
supposedly the Mandarin is in this. Is he the maybe the main bad guy? I don't know if you can yeah, confirm yeah. without so, spoil. Yeah, yeah. I think this was this common knowledge, like, or it's been released to the public anyway. Um, so the real Mandarin is Shang Chi's father. Okay. Who's played okay. by Tony Lung, and um, we'd seen kind of. Uh, a fake actor version of the man, yeah. the Mandarin back yeah. ten years ago in Iron Man three. So, so uh, what is it like? Growing up, I'd go to my grandma's house and we watch Boomerang. I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, this channel. Yeah, Boomerang. of course. Of course. But there would be this like Iron Man cartoon with when he had to fight the Mandarin, and the Mandarin had these ten like rings of power. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Like, what is that? They're just so cool. And in this, it's like they're not really like rings on your finger. They're like bracelets they're yeah five five bracelets you wear on each arm yeah so i don't know how that I mean, it looks really cool but i don't i mean i feel like comic wise it's definitely not going to line up the way that people are thinking if like they're like they know who the mandarin is and stuff yeah. like that um but it looks very interesting uh abominations in it but from the incredible hulk super excited to see that um back on the from what, like 08, 09, something yeah. like that? Yeah, um, The Incredible Hulk, which um, was a movie that a lot of people don't even know is in the MCU, yeah. technically, because yeah. it had Edward Norton as the Hulk, and he that was his only film where he played the Hulk, and then a few years ago he was recast with uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, but yeah, that technically was under the MCU umbrella, and Kevin Feige, um, mastermind behind the MCU, keeps finding a way to bring things back to light. He's like, Oh, you forgot about that. Well, I did. Don't worry. I knew about it all along. So we have uh, Tim Roth as the Abomination. Uh, He does have a small role in this movie. And um, I'm not really spoiling anything by saying it's it's a little more than a cameo. But um, I think they do lay some groundwork to bring him back for other projects. Yeah. I think um, there's one of the the Disney Plus series where he's supposed to play a bigger role. Probably She-Hulk, maybe? Possibly, yeah. That probably is it. Um, so yeah, uh, Shang-Chi, the, um, as you mentioned, everything about the action is just like so beautifully calculated and choreographed. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like calculated where it feels like, it doesn't feel like it's choreographed, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Just, it feels very like instinctual and in the moment. Yeah. But like step, taking a step back and looking at it, it's like, these are people who know exactly what they're doing and they are just like great matches for each other yeah and um they are basically uh, doing everything they can to win in that moment and uh they're anticipating every their opponents every move yeah it's just um very mesmerizing to take in oh i believe it i believe it i'm I'm super excited uh because this is probably the most like biggest the marvel movie that i'm most excited for coming out soon uh Cause like I watched Black Widow and I was like that was cool, but like it didn't really do anything, you know. Cause spoiler alert, she died in Endgame. In case you didn't know that, so it's like well, her story's kind of already done. But this is a whole new mm-hmm. like realm area of the world we haven't seen in the Marvel universe. Like totally like they, there's this movie could open so many doors to like new characters and stuff like that. So I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as always, there are a few uh, post credit stingers. Uh, there's there's one mid credits. One mid credits in particular that's really I think that's the one that's gonna have people really just interested to see where they build from there. And uh there's one after the end credits, like all the way at the end of the credits, which 
um, for fans of the MCU, they might not find it as quite riveting as that first mid-credits, but still, like they're both worth sticking through and um, you know, appreciating. And uh, yeah, that's um, there's a lot to talk about with Shang-Chi, and it's kind of funny to talk about it with when so few people have seen it up to this point <laughs> and i don't want to spoil anything yeah but, uh yeah once you once you get around to watching it once everybody out there gets around to watching it i think uh i think it's gonna be a fan favorite for a lot of people oh yeah i'm i'm it's gonna be great i'm excited yeah. for it yeah and the, yeah that is released in theaters exclusively on september 3rd and uh yeah um buzz what else have you been watching recently so Movie, well, I haven't watched a bunch of movies recently. Um, I've been doing a lot of gaming, uh, watching some TV shows. I started watching The Walking Dead um, probably about a month and a half ago, maybe. Uh, I just finished season four or five, and that's pretty real. I, it's so awesome because I don't like scary things, so I was like, dude, I'm not going to like this at all. It's zombies. It's like zombies are scary, but it's more so like survival and like the world's ended kind of deal and it's like they just got to survive and so that's very interesting how like characters interact with each other and it's like well obviously they're gonna get ticked off at each other because they're trying to survive and I don't know it's been very interesting and like I don't really know what is happening next like it's not very predictable it's like because at any moment somebody could die and it's like oh I really like that character and they're gone yeah forever um so I don't it's it's really good I want season four Four or five, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but they just started airing season 11 on AMC. Um, so <laughs> I've got a ways to go to catch up. But that's the final season of it is season 11. Um, and that's kind of been the main thing. Uh, if I remember watching something, I'm like, I, I just got a couple little, little bit of time. I'll watch some Arrested Development. Really funny show. Really funny. Um, and... When I go to sleep, I'll start watching this documentary about fungus. Because uh, it's, like, kind of interesting, but then it's, like, not interesting enough to where, like, I need to pay attention to this, you know? So it's like, oh, I'll just kind of watch a little bit about fungus and then go to sleep, you know? Yeah, just a little bit of background noise for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess you could say um, you're a real fun guy. <laughs> Huzzah! But, but this is another reason why I don't eat mushrooms because there's no reason that, like, a food that you eat should be either going to take you out or, like, kind of beneficial or also now they're being used to make, like, packaging with mushrooms. It's like, do you really want to eat that? Does you want that in your body? No! Mushrooms are gross. Don't eat them. Agree to disagree on that one. Well, no. you're wrong, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Well... As long as um, one of us can admit we're wrong and that person is you, then we're fine. Um, <clears throat> oh, let's see. Um, what have I been watching? Started watching Watchmen on HBO. Who watches The Watchmen? Well, I do. You're a Watchman uh, of The Watchmen? That's it. You know it. And uh, so this is a sequel series to the graphic novel from 1985. Um, there was a film adaptation of the graphic novel in 2009 directed by Zack Snyder, but this is kind of in a separate canon from that. This is a follow-up to the graphic novel itself and not necessarily to the movie. And um, it's uh, basically, I guess it takes place in present day, but it's an alternate reality of present day where uh, I think President Nixon was president for like 
four or five terms or something. <laughs> um, the and then, then he was uh, succeeded by Robert Redford as president. Um, Robert, okay, Robert Redford was Alexander Pierce in The Winter Soldier. That's where you know him from. He was, remember the bad guy in The Winter Soldier who was like the head of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Uh, old guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That actor? Yeah, yeah, the actor. Right. So, yeah, the actor, Robert Redford, he's like an Academy Award winning actor. He's been around yeah. for a long time. Anyway. Oh, with, he's playing somebody who takes no, no, the no, actor. No, literally, Robert Redford, the actor, <laughs> t- like took over from President Nixon and has been president, <laughs> has been president in this universe of Watchmen for like however many years how many terms that's been that's awesome and so yeah yeah and he i think he was like um he he was like on the different political spectrum of nixon and so he's kind of been trying to repair some of the damage that nixon has done and um because obviously we know you know nixon like he was impeached like we're not really making a political statement by saying that he probably left left a little bit of um left a little bit of a mess behind. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm so, sure just a little something was, uh, was so, not right there. Yeah, yeah, especially in an alternate yeah. reality where he was president for years and decades. So clearly, in that universe, mm. Forrest Gump does not exist to call <laughs> the uh, the authorities that somebody's lost their keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Awesome. Uh, a different different universe. Okay, um, okay. Different reality. But yeah, this is um, you know, heavily um, a lot of heavy commentary on like social politics and racial politics and a lot to just kind of sit and reflect with. Uh, it's also directed very well from a technical standpoint. Um, you know, action sequences are beautifully shot and edited and choreographed and the music. So the scores from Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who they, uh, they originally were part of the band nine inch nails, the kind of grunge band in the nineties. Um, and then they've gone on to score a lot of movies with their heavy synthesizer beats. Like they did the score for social network, won an Oscar for that. They also won an Oscar this past year for, uh, soul, the score for soul, the Pixar movie. And, uh, so yeah, you have a lot of that just really like, um, kind of droning basic synths in this, uh, the score, which I really like. Um, and great cast Regina King is in it. Uh, Academy award winner. You got uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen in there as well. He, that's I don't think I've ever heard of that person dude, in my life, but dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's great. He's he's incredible. Um, he let's see. I'm trying to think of what you might have seen him in. Have you seen Us? Jordan Peele's Us. No. Ooh, right. Is is that the one where there's like that underground? Yes, that's it. Yes. I've okay. Seen that one. So he's in the opening of that movie. Oh, also, he plays Black Black Manta in Aquaman. Okay, so okay, that, that's where you know him yes. from. So he's yes. in, he's all another DC property here. And his name is Yaya. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. That's such a cool name. He, yeah, he's great. He's he's so good. Um, and let's see, who else do we have in the cast here? Um, Jean Smart, who uh, actually I met her a few years ago at the Critics' Choice Awards. Nice. Uh, she thought she knew my dad. My dad, my dad went up and was like, "Hey, you know, great to see you here." Just because I'm, my dad's a very friendly person, yes, and just wanted to tell her that he's a big fan and stuff. She was like, "Oh yeah, it's great to see you too." And she she thought that they'd actually like spoken before and that like they knew each other previously. My dad just went along with. It. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It it's, is it's, good to see yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. And um, I can't remember the last time we caught up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We also have Tim Blake Nelson in here who. Um, 
you'd recognize his face if you saw him. He was he's seen holes. Yeah. The, okay. He played the like um he, he played the the guy that wore that that hat, the kind of floppy hat and wore sunscreen on his nose or whatever and was always out there like with the with the kids digging the holes. Oh. Do you know who yeah, I'm talking about? He plays um He's in the Earl Scruggs. Or no, no, no. Ba- the ba- yeah, Battle of Buster Scruggs. Yes, yes. yes yeah, yeah, not Earl Scruggs. And no. he's the, plays the leader in uh, the MCU. Yes, 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 maybe. exactly. Well, that, it's who he should be, but, yeah. they, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's coming. I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. the leader's coming. So, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson, who yes. <laughs> he's in this as well. He's great. I met him at the same time I met Gene Smart. He and was Quentin Tarantino. He, he was there. <laughs> yes, yes. Quentin Tarantino was there, too. Um, and, yeah, great cast. Um beautiful from a technical standpoint and narrative standpoint and it's let's see there's nine episodes in the first season on hbo um and they said they're not doing a follow-up season um i've only seen six of the episodes so far Uh, i need to finish up the last three and uh but i heard from what i understand they pretty much wrap up the storyline and leave it to where if they want to tell more stories down the line with this, they can. Yeah. But it's not like a cliffhanger, which I yeah. appreciate. So, yeah. Um, but based on what I've seen from it so far, very glad we got it. It was a huge hit at the Emmys a couple of years ago, debuted like in uh, end of 2019. Um, but, yeah. So, Watchmen, I recommend getting to that one if you have the time. Um, like for me, TV shows, I struggle to get in TV shows just because it's a big time commitment. That's why I like movies more because you get a complete story in two to three hours. Uh, but if I am recommending a TV show to somebody, that means it's it's well worth your time. So, Well, great. Um, may I also suggest The Witcher for you? <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, you, you've probably recommended that to me like 12 times over the past year and a half. And I, I keep saying I'm going to get to it. And then I actually watched the pilot episode one time, and I really liked it. I really liked it. But it's I, so then, good. But then, I, then I just forgot about it the next day. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, so I need to go back and watch those eight episodes because we got a second season second. of The Witcher coming up. Yeah, I think December thirty first. Let's yeah. freaking go, baby. That's it. That's it. Freaking uh, pumped. Henry Cavill, um, those flowing beautiful locks of hair, the blonde hair. Is that is that a real hair? No, 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 no. Uh, he's got. He, there was an interview and he's like, "Yeah, I've never seen so many wigs in my life." Uh, that's a bit disappointing. It is. Um, if they had gotten Noel Manning. If they the, the Nolet? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Noel Manning would have actually run out of his hair for that. I think I think Noel's a bit of a better method actor than Henry Cavill. I believe it. I could yeah. see him fully committing to being Geralt of Rivia, the butcher of Blaviken, if you will. Um, I could see him going full on, just focused, steely eyed determination of being the White Wolf. I think you're just saying words at this point. Or, or... Communications major. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... A lot of great movies, a lot of great TV shows out there. and uh, That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what else we'll get into over the course of this podcast. Uh, as you can tell, very laid back, very kind of rambly, conversational, whatever whatever pops into mind, we say it here. Uh-huh. Um, as long as it's, you know, um, not within, um, or as long as it's within FCC standards, uh, we'll, we'll keep it clean on here. Yeah. And, yeah. Anything uh, for you, FCC. Yeah, yeah. And... We might talk about some music on here a little bit later on. We got uh, Taylor Swift releasing her uh, Taylor's version of Red, her yes. her big album from 2012. Well, now she's re-recording it with like 10 new tracks on it as well. Sometimes it's going to be like, you're it's, like, it's a big time commitment. That's going to be a time commitment. That's going to be like two and a half hours of music right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I hope you guys have enjoyed spending some time with Thomas Hollywood Manning and Austin Buzz Buzzard at the Hollywood Buzz, if you will, here on this. Let's um, go, baby. Well, I was going to give us a time and date here, but I'm not going to do that because it's a podcast. And you might be listening to this four years in the future. Or it, maybe in the past. Yeah, I don't think Ooh. I don't think technology has quite gotten to that point yet. Um, yeah, it was worth a shot. We'll, we'll see. Well, I mean, time is all relative anyway. So hey, time is money. Time is money. Um, yeah, but money is also money. And I think now's a good time to probably sign off since we've been talking for 30-plus minutes at this point. And I don't know. You can see yeah, I'm yeah. angled to where I just see lines. So. Yeah, yeah. And if you made – if you excuse me, apologies for the, the voice crack yeah. there. Um, yeah. We're not editing that out. We're keeping that. Let's go. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, if you made it this far, we sincerely appreciate your time. You are a true member of the Hollywood Buzz Brigade. Yeah, I'm sure you're our biggest fans. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. And we will see you next time, wherever you are and however you may be listening. Buzz, any final words before we sign off here? Um, Just always think, how cool would an elephant be if it could fly? Flying elephants. You heard it here first, folks. Once again, I'm Thomas Manning. I'm Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. And we will see you guys next time. I'm going to wink. I'm going to wink and do a little bit of a click. If you follow me on TikTok, you know that's a bit of my uh, my TikTok signature. I do a wink and a click like this. So, oh, so I'm going to oh. do that at the end of each end of each episode now. So, buzz. <laughs> that's it. Was I supposed to wink? <laughs>